welcome to The Real Paul Show. This is episode two of season two. Getting ready for the grand opening of my interviews in 2022. In this episode, we're going to discuss my first release, Broken Resolution. Stay tuned to hear the backstory and more. I hope you enjoy. So before we move into the podcast about my first song, Broken Resolution, let's talk a little bit about some exciting news of what's coming up. The next interview podcast will be with Stella Catherine Cole. This young lady is pretty awesome. I mentioned her in the last podcast. She has a live that she does every Sunday at 7 p.m. And I believe she started going live on Wednesday night as well. But the reason why I bring this up is because on my podcast page, you can click the message link and actually record an audio file of a question that you have for Stella, or you can just leave a comment for her. The link is easy. You just go straight to my podcast page. Then you click on the message button, and voila, you leave your message. And there is a possibility that your message will air whenever I interview Stella. So if you'd like to hear yourself on my podcast, go ahead to my page. I'll leave the link in the description of this podcast. Without any further ado, let's talk about Broken Resolution. Broken Resolution was my very first song release to the public. And I couldn't have chosen a harder song for me to share. And not because it's hard for me to play, but... It's such a intimately personal song to me that is directly linked to my emotions at the time that I composed it. As I've mentioned before in this podcast, music to me is a language in itself. And one of my favorite slogans which came out of my very, very, very first podcast in 2020, whenever I did an interview with a buddy of mine, Mystical McKay, she had said something to the effect that inspired one of my sayings that I really like to say, and that is that music says what words cannot. And it's so true. I mean, for me, 
whenever I first started composing Broken Resolution was in my early 20s. And what I would do is I would sit down at the piano whenever I felt like crying, whenever I felt angry. All of those emotions went to something productive. And I created Broken Resolution. Now, Broken Resolution started in my early 20s. It wasn't fully composed and done until about maybe five years later. Might have even been up to like 10 years later. I really can't pinpoint a time frame. I just know that it was years. And through the remainder of the years from then to now, I would play it ever so often um, with people that I knew. But the emotions were so strong when I played this song that I would literally shake and sweat when I played the song. Again, it wasn't because the song was difficult to play, because it was my own song, I knew what I was doing, but the emotions behind it are attached for me. So whenever I had decided to release it, it was almost kind of healing because in my mind, I was letting go of it and releasing it to the public and saying, this season of my life is done. And I'm going to move past this. I'm going to move forward. And I'm going to do more music with a better positive effect. So while I was producing this song and editing it and putting it together, uh, I did it all by myself uh, because I wanted it to, to be completely me. And I was scared, like literally just scared to put this out in, in, in public. But even though my voice didn't sound all that great as far as I'm concerned in singing the parts that were sung, I still put it out there because it's a part of my history that, as I just said, I wanted to move past it. So I did, and I released it in March. I set a date because I knew if I didn't, I would find some excuse to extend it or possibly not do it at all. So I set a date, put it out there that it was going to be done, and challenged myself to do this and to basically get over it, you know? 
So, in doing so, I really believe that this last year has been a journey of finding me. I have not ever really been on my own most of my life. I've been in a house with someone. And even now, I'm not alone in the house that I'm in, but I stay to my room most of the time. And in my alone time, I've been learning a lot about myself and who I am. And now a word from our sponsor. Thank you for being here and listening. Now we will return to the continuation of the story behind Broken Resolution. I have found that I am a nature-loving, animal-loving, empath, music lover, and an encourager. So in the song, Broken Resolution, it's about a person who is struggling with life situations and he's broken or she's broken and they know they are and they feel alone. They feel cold emotionally. They feel numb. They feel overwhelmed. And the interesting thing is with Broken Resolution, there really is no resolution to the song. In that song, the person is constantly going to God and seeking answers. And they don't feel like they're getting them in the song. So this person feels like they have no hope. But they obviously find comfort in talking to God. And that's basically the point of the song. And it ends with a Bible verse from Ecclesiastes 7.14. I'll give you my paraphrase of it. It basically says, In the day of prosperity, be joyful. In the day of adversity, consider. God has made one as well as the other. And I never really got this tagline, but the tagline says, So that man will not find anything that follows after him. So, basically, what I get out of that verse is that Life has so many things that happen. Some of those things we can control because they're directly from us. Some of those things we cannot change because they happen outside of our sphere of control. 
You cannot control another person, but the idea is that you can control how you react. And one of the things that I've learned out of broken resolution and through this last year of healing is this. That if I cannot control it, I don't worry about it. Because it's outside of my control. To try to take control or to try to fix something that I can't control would only bring more stress to me, which would affect not only my mental health, but it would also affect my physical health. And I've experienced that in my life all the way up until a few, like a couple of years ago. I've gotten super physically sick over the fact that something in my life was hanging over my head. And the thought of not being able to control it or to fix the situation would literally make me sick. In my case, I have found that I can relax just a little bit. If I go to Ecclesiastes 7.14 and I see what it says, and I believe what it says. So if I can't control it, and I know that God sees it, then it really boils down to how much do I believe that God has my best interest at heart? Sure, there's a bunch of stuff that happens in this world, and we wonder where God is. Everyone has a choice. And what they do will affect those around them. The only thing that I can control is what I do. And I hope that what I do has a positive effect on those around me and not a negative effect. I'm no saint, and I'm not perfect, but I do my best to live on this big blue-green marble and be at peace with myself first. And I pray that the peace that I find will be evident to those around me. And sometimes it's difficult to put into words what's in my mind. So therefore, I use music as my language. And that's where my tagline comes from. If you notice on any of my social media, the little bio that they give you that's underneath your name on your profile, right above the link normally, and I put it on all of my social media. Hearts are my canvas, and music 
my paintbrush. I hope that when you listen to my music, you have an imagery of the peace that I've found painted deep in your soul, even if it's just a little seed. What you just listened to was the story of broken resolution straight from my heart. I hope you enjoyed that piece. And next up, we're bringing it into a more upbeat session. In this segment, I have a question that was posed to me through the podcast. You can do that with the link that is in the episodes. So here is a friend of mine, Dee, who left her question for me to answer. If there was somebody, past or present, musically, that you could sit down and talk to about their music, their career, um, what inspired them, who would it be and why? Um, and how has that person been an inspiration to you? That is an awesome question, Dee. Thank you so much for submitting your question to the show. Um, that's so tough. Uh, my dad listened to a lot of classical music as I was growing up, so I listened to multiple people that I just really found enjoyment in a lot of the music that, that he listened to. Um, but Bach was always one of my favorites. And recently there was a Chopin song. There's only certain pieces that really connect that I feel it in my body. Um, and one of them was Nocturne in C-sharp minor. It's such a beautiful tone to it. And like I said, it just really connects to me internally. Don't know what it is about it, but it just is so beautiful to me. Um, so I would probably really want to talk to him and be like, you know, dude, where was your mind when you wrote this song? And, and what, what produced the emotions that you painted on my heart? Um, Bach is a really bright composer. Bach is another one that I would love to sit down and talk with because, um, all of his music was very bright sounding. Um, I believe a good part of that reason is because it was done on the harpsichord, which is very similar to a piano in the, in, in the way it looks until you get internal and the strings are plucked instead of hit with a hammer. So it's kind of a, like a combo instrument between a guitar and a piano. Um, but I think as far as who inspired me um, or where do I get my inspiration, 
it's really from a lot of classical composers with a mix of the fact that I like Native American heritage and another genre that my dad listened to as I grew up was a radio show called Hearts of Space, which I guess would fall more under the New Age kind of music. So it's very slow, very relaxing, uh, a lot of ambient sounds. And so I grew up hearing this, and as a kid, I would actually like take a cassette tape and chop it up and tape it back together to make people say things they weren't really saying. <laughs> and that started my editing career. Uh, so whenever I started hearing the genre of ambient music, I was in awe. I loved how that you could put nature into your music. And this last year has been completely filled with me venturing and trying out new things and recording different nature sounds. A couple of my favorite sounds are the ocean waves and the rain. And being that I use the bus as my transportation, it takes me three hours to get to the beach and three hours back home. So that's a good portion of my day in just the commute. But it's been well worth the price um, putting those sounds into the songs that I released this year has really motivated me to be more creative in the next year and to move forward in going kind of in the ambient music route. So yes, the answer to the question is that probably the top two that I would want to talk to from the past are Chopin and Bach. Beethoven was pretty cool too. I mean, there's so many that have won my heart over with different pieces. I don't necessarily like everything that one of them has written, but there are bits and pieces here and there that really connect to my soul and my heart. In this current time frame, I really don't have much in mind of who do I want to sit and talk with. Um, I don't look for any particular person named, but I look for people who are passionate about their music, who when you listen to their music, you can hear the passion in their music. You can feel the emotion that they are putting out there. And that's the kind of music that I want to hear. And that's the kind of person that I want on my show. 
And I'll say this now, if you are that person, if you feel passionate about your music and you feel as if all of that is going into those notes that you're putting down, contact me. I want you on this show. Again, thank you, D, for leaving your question. I invite anyone who listens to this podcast, go to the link in the description and leave your message or question. It could possibly be aired in a future podcast. You have just listened to the second podcast of the second season of The Real Paul Show. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, and you can, I would much appreciate your support. It would help me to produce more podcasts and more music in the future. You can go to the link in the description, or you can click on the link that says support the podcast on my podcast page. Any and all donations are very much appreciated. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time. Have a blessed day, and do what you love with no regrets. Thank you.